0: Listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Billman and Jared Watson. Brought to you by Evergreen
1: Podcast. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at Waiting for Next Year. Dot com, and also coming soon to Evergreen Podcasts. Well, what a wild 72 hours it's been for our Browns. Oh, start on Saturday with the announcement of BJ Goodson's positive COVID 19 test and five Brown starters, including the entire first and second wide receiver lines, being out because of contact tracing, which turned what seemed to be uh, a cakewalk in New York into a freaking nightmare. Uh, the Browns fall to the Jets 23 to 16. I hate even saying it. Uh, the, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it, but we're going to. Uh, the Browns can still get into the playoffs, of course, with a win against Pittsburgh at home this coming Sunday. The NFL decided that that game wasn't important enough to put into primetime. They're keeping it at 1 o'clock, so I give the middle finger the NFL on that one, but I'm also happy because I like those 1 o'clock games, not going to lie. Raya Hope, Cleveland fans, hang in there. The Browns also, I don't believe, have lost more than one game, two games back-to-back this season, so... Let's just go ahead and use that stat as another reason to think that they're going to be able to pull this off. Also, the Cleveland Cavaliers have started out at 3-0. and Who'd have ever thunk it this early in the season? How long are they going to be able to keep it going? We're going to break down the successful start of the Cavs and talk about how basically they're spreading the ball around and doing everything you need to do to win as a team, especially this early in the season, and jump ahead. And I don't know, Andy and I will talk whether playoffs are even in the picture at this point because apparently – People are having those conversations. But before we get into that, let's talk about our 10 and five, never dull, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland
0: Browns. This is the holiday edition. Hello, everybody. I have my kids with me this week because there's no school and we love spending time with each other, opening Santa and reliving Santa. Usually Jared's the one with dogs. Tonight it's me with kids. So bear with me. Thank you <laughs> very anyone who, much.
1: Anyone who tuned in to to, yeah. to Instagram at official Cleveland Sports saw uh, Cam was he was all over that too. Yes, yeah, yeah. he
0: was all over and he's got a lot of good comments. I thank you, everybody. That means a lot to me. He, I love my son, obviously love all my boys, but that meant a lot to me. So thank you for thank you for that. It meant a lot. All the positive comments. Look, now to this game, which there weren't many positive comments. I'm gonna just straight out do the band-aid. This is an outlier. I don't know. We usually on this podcast will break down key plays, which we'll do a couple right. key moments in this game. Right. The key moment was on Saturday at about one o'clock when that announcement came out. BJ Goodson that changed everything in this game. Shook the team. Were there some? Were there were there some moments in this game where the Browns could have done better? Oh, absolutely yes. We're going to talk about that. Are there some moments in this game where Stefanski did not have his best? Oh yes. Was there way too much passing in this game? Hell yes. Mm-hmm. All that to be said, though, I do want to start off with what happened to lead to all of this. Um, I think this is an outlier. I really do. I know the Browns, you can tell, are really upset. I was watching Stefanski today. I was watching Kareem Hunt today. And it is still burning. And everybody should have watched the Baker Mayfield two-minute-plus uh, presser, where he basically did a Tim Tebow saying, I failed. I take this responsibility on me, and he did everything but guarantee what Tebow did. But he basically stated, this is on me, and I'm leading this team to the to the future and to the playoffs. Jared, this, is, this was just such a 72-hour whirlwind. It's like a tornado came through our fandom, and we're left picking up the pieces, but we still have pieces, we still have a good team, we're still on our way. But this, to be fair, this was a huge, I use this term a lot, but it was. This was a face plant, but it wasn't because... Of things that were it just was such a swirling tornado of stuff it Look, just was um hard to describe i don't know well just andy an
1: when we talk about saturday and the way that it all went down it started out with bj goodson and you think okay well that's a linebacker so that's gonna hurt us on defense he's he's the he's the guy in our linebacking core that has the most tenure um you know he he's the important veteran he's had a de- he's had a good season And then you start thinking, well, who else is going to get hit with this on, you know, who was he around? And nobody, nobody, who thought, who thought it was going to be all their starting wide receivers? Who thought that that was how that? And then you find that out, at least me personally, and you go, well, shit, they're leaving. They're finally getting out to New York, back to the Meadowlands. They're leaving without all these guys. Oh, and Jed Wills is out too, not COVID, but, you know, maybe he had the, the the bubble guts or something, but he couldn't play. And you're just wondering, can they keep it together? I, I, I mean, honestly, I didn't even, I mean, it's, to talk about everything else that happened in the game without recognizing the context of what we're talking about here, we can be pissed about the game. We can be pissed about the way Stefanski basically called it as if nothing was going on differently, as if he was going to just play it the way that he was when with the other wide receivers in the game. Didn't run the ball, but 15 times. Bet- I don't want to get into that stuff yet. We will get into it. We have to talk about mentally what this did to the Browns. It shook them. It had to have. It's obvious. There's no other way to look around it. Offensively, they looked like hell. They looked like hell for multiple reasons. They're in a parking lot prior to the game at 8 in the morning doing their walkthroughs in a hotel parking lot. I believe it was a hotel. That's how they were prepping for this game. This is, Andy, to, to, to have no warning on this and to be forced to go out to New York and play this game to begin with, I'm going ahead and I'm going to gripe about the NFL and we knew that it was a possibility. We knew that we might end up in this in this space, right? It's happened to other teams. We saw the Broncos get forced to play without a quarterback, and we laughed from afar because it's the Broncos and fuck them. But <laughs> that said, <laughs> I understand that this is. I'm, I'm not. I understand that this is what the NFL is doing. I understand basically the NFL is going. We don't have a plan. That's what they're saying. We don't have a plan. We didn't add an extra week at the end of the season so that you guys could play. Oh, but next year we're going to add an extra week of games and take away bye weeks. We'll We'll do that. We'll do that. But we won't add an extra week. We won't add an extra week so that we can make up games. And then you know damn well that the entire city is looking around going, what the hell? That Ravens and Steelers game got postponed multiple times. So... Andy, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. I'm not going to throw a temper tantrum. All I'm saying is it's all fucking weird. And we went into New York and I went, well, whatever happens, happens. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, from that standpoint, I, I can't go anywhere else. And we'll break down the game. We will. But coming into that game, I had, I had no expectations because I didn't know what to expect. You're signing guys off the practice squad, you're bringing guys up. You got no J.C. Treder, You got no Judd Wills. You got no. You, you Look, Lamb had a terrible. Like, what? Like, dude, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? I know it's the NFL. Everyone's, everyone's a pro. You got to be out of the. Look, I get it. Still fucking. Did you ever spe- expect to play a game like this, Andy? Did you expect it?
0: I love all the banter in this room. I, there's a lot to digest there. There's a lot. But I'm going to go. There's with, a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, all
1: over the place, just like this game.
0: I'm going to go to Drew Salt first. <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's just move on to Pittsburgh, and yes. we win. you are right. Thanks, Drew. The show's Drew. over. <laughs> the
1: show's brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. I agree. And go.
0: I agree with Drew. Um, EJ, you look like you're in the final World Series of Poker hand. Thank you very much. I love poker, by the way. Love, love poker. Councilman Jam, show the Browns you. University- <laughs> I <laughs> can't even read it without laughing.
1: Should the Browns use a first round pick on a quarterback? Thank you. This is on Absol- – uh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. We are we not I got are better on than that. Let's pick up Haskins. Manny <laughs> Blasdell. Great, great. Everybody today is doing great. Drew, EJ, and Manny Haskins. has <laughs> have seen a the sip strip club start on Sunday. Yeah. Our receivers, I mean, can't play. Cool. Um, this, is good. I, I, this goes
1: back to the NFL and what I'm talking about. It makes no sense. Well, it makes as much sense as the fumble being recovered by Hunt in the air and not being able to be advanced. None of it makes There's,
0: sense. Okay, okay. Now, now, okay. I'm ready to get opinionated. I don't have a problem with the NFL doing what they did. I'm one of the rare fans. Um, they did not have a COVID outbreak. The Browns broke protocol. I'm not going to get into Haskins. That's a disaster. He was in a strip club. I don't know if people are testing positive for COVID. There's all sorts of situations for these players where they're not doing proper protocol. So I'm, I'm just not going to get into it. Well, I, I know Haskins is a – and he, by the way, he got cut today. So I, I that's another Washington podcast. Very disappointing, yep. Yeah, very, very disappointing. And Haskins has got a lot of growing up to do quickly now. As for the Browns, I don't I, – I, I'm, I'm with some of the other people on the opposite side of this. I don't have sympathy. Um, the, They didn't have a COVID outbreak. I, I love the Browns. I didn't feel at one point this was unfair. I just, I just didn't. I, I felt like we got to get this team ready. It sucks. I don't know. We've had a lot of our breaks. This break did not go our way, and um, this is where I come on the other side of things. Everything was determined on Saturday, and it just sucked. It was just such a gut punch. It was such a gut punch. It was. Stefanski coming in and saying we're going to throw the ball three times, start off the game. I would. That was silly. That was that was really really silly. Um, putting all the pressure on Baker Mayfield throwing 53 times, that was really silly. Your best two players on the field along with Baker Mayfield, you only use one of them, Baker. You don't use Chubber Hunt effectively at all. You're relying on Hooper to win you a game. Hooper? Hooper?
1: Hooper? Another another stat that I love out of this game, Hooper and Bryant oh. combined 10, 10 receptions for 22 targets.
0: They did what they were supposed to do. Bradley and Hooper and Bryant played their guts out. They are – Bradley, oh, my gosh, we never made to see him again. He gave everything he had to on the field, Jared. I thought he gave everything he had on that field. I thought Hooper did what Hooper does. He's an okay to good tight end.
1: Let me give you another he, stat. Let me give you another stat that stood out. Uh, Harris and – so Baker was pressured 11 times and sacked three times. Right? He was rushed 11 times and sacked three times. Seven of those were caused by either Harris or Lamb. And two of the sacks, two of the three sacks were from Harris or Lamb.
0: I thought Lamb really struggled. I thought I know a lot of people have been on Harris. I'm on Lamb. I thought Lamb really struggled. A, a lot of the times, I thought he had his back turned um, with players running by him. I thought Lamb really struggled. And their stats we're going to get into, which we should get into now. ESPN.com, um, I believe it was Bill Barwell, did a wonderful job. Tweeted out by Jake Trotter, so you can th- follow through that. Um, you know... For people out there wondering, the Jets did not put a lot, an overloaded box. And I didn't feel that way while watching the game. The Browns just, for a marriott of reasons which we got into... But for those reasons, Jared, why would you not use Chubb and hunt to effectively to do things to get your team in position to well, win? Why would you keep throwing the ball again? Hooper is a good to average tight end. Part of it. Why in the hell would you think he's going to be able to catch the ball that many times? I just don't understand. Like why? I just I know this analytics things worked and this is great. This is the one downfall that we've all seen through analytics. Okay, in any sport, not just football, any sport, when something deviates. We saw it with weather when the Raiders gave my opinion. And we saw it in this game with, with COVID, which was a really unfair. But you got to make adjustments well, on the fly. A it, little bit more. We have a to. A little bit more.
1: I mean, you're right. The, 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 and, he, and I'm not, listen, I'm not, what I'm going to say, I'm not defending. I'm not defending their moves for this, for, for for not adjusting. They should have made adjustments in the first half, let alone at, at halftime. And they didn't do it. Um I mean, when you're talking about Chubb and Hunt running for a total of 15 carries throughout that game, it, it's mind-boggling. Was the reason and is the reason that that happened because you're sitting there with Lamb and with Harris without without Jed, without Trader, without? Is that part of it? I don't know. But you have to force things. You have to find ways to make that run game work. Because on top of that, how much play action did you see? Zero. I mean, the Browns just... Like, why? Why not? Why not? There were times where the Jets the Jets offensively had our defense thoroughly confused. Just, the, just from play yeah. action, just from moving around.
0: I thought the Browns came out flat and tight. They came out flat and tight, and some of it, again, was about this COVID stuff, but honestly, Jared, the one thing I take from this game is it's an outlier. We all just said that, so I'll say it again. This game, though, if the Browns are going to places where we think they might go, which means beating the Steelers on Sunday, this game will test them for things in the future. What I mean by that is you've got to expect the unexpected. And sometimes you have to go in there and tear things up and try again. we got to remind ourselves, this is a first-year coach. This is a very youthful staff, very, very youthful staff. Okay, They've done a good job. This is our future coach. He's a really good coach. But he's never been through something like this. So the one positive I'll take out of all this negativity is this will get him and this team more prepared for Sunday starting against the Steelers. It really will. They're still a 10-win team, Andy.
1: Here's
0: here's here's some of the comments from Stefanski today. Quote, for yesterday, disappointed, obviously. The guys fought like crazy to put themselves in position to get a win, and we did not take care of business. Right. We did too many things that are going to cause you to lose a game with turnover margin, not getting takeaways, three fumbles, seven drops, just was sloppy. To play off Stefanski, end quote. To play off Stefanski you can go into all these different games and we can break down things about the... And it was bad. And we're going to get into the hot tub story and all that other different stuff.
1: Yeah, we're going to get... But I mean, we're going to talk more about... We're getting questions about the uh, about the fumble as well and the lateral issue there. We'll get into that uh, in a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll get into that. But look, in this game, I texted Jared at 3-0. I said, we're in trouble. You could feel it in this game. The Browns played tight. The Browns were not focused. They came out with rabid eyes. And again... I think this situation it was, played a part of it. We all know it did, yes. But you have to overcome it. And it reminds me of the Raiders game with the weather. The Browns didn't overcome the weather in this situation. And this will, I mean, again, you talk about your ultimate outliers. I mean, as Joel Botonio I guess, was saying is being reported, he got on the plane, he goes, we didn't even know if we were getting on the plane what was going on. So it was that instantaneous on Saturday. Jeez. The team was on the plane, and Joe Batoni was basically saying, we didn't even know what was going on. So this is just an outlier. All that stuff is true. I, th- But, you know, okay, let's go to the fumble thing, actually, to transition real quick. That was a fumble. We all know it's a fumble. Um, and we're I don't talking know. about,
1: to be specific, we're talking about the Darnold fumble. We're talking about yes. the fumble uh, where Miles Garrett got his hand on the ball uh, or on, on on Darnold's arm. That was a fumble. You are correct. I'm tired of the assumption of the ball going forward, meaning that it's not a fumble. The ball's going forward, but that just because it's still touching his hand doesn't mean that he has control of it as his hand is moving forward. He did not have control of that ball. It was a fumble. Yeah, you're right. Sucked. You know who else <laughs> fumbled? Baker. Three fucking times.
0: Baker, boy. Okay. So... Let's 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 go on Stefanski one more time. Then let's get to our boy six. A couple other things in this game. Stefanski's got to learn again. When you're analytically minded and everything's humming, it's great. You have these plans. I love it. You have to be able to adjust on the fly. Yeah. You and your best player for the first for not well he got hurt, but for most of these games was Chubb. Okay. Now in the last three or four, it's been Mayfield. Give Chubb the ball. Get him impact. Make him go. If you have to put in six offensive linemen, which I've been seeing other teams do this year, do it. If you have to put in a second or third tight end, which you're playing that many anyways on yesterday, do it. I don't understand the theory of. I mean, again, I have no complaints about Bradley or Hall or Willies. I don't know what you were expecting to basically get off the jet as Jared. We all know the story. They were working out in a garage for the game. I mean, what do you think was going to happen to put them in positions to catch the ball? And again. I'm now understanding, and Jared, I want to ask you. I I was not surprised by Hooper's performance. Hooper played like I thought he was going to play. I think he's an average tight end. He's not bad. He's just average. For him, to, for you, to, for anyone to expect he's going to play above his game in one game is just not not being practical. Um, Stefanski on Baker: quote Baker is hard on himself. We will coach him up. I know he will get better, and he's obviously looking to get better in these meetings. It is not one thing. It is definitely not one person. To end quote. He had some other things to say about Mayfield. For anybody out there who's a Browns fan, and it should be everyone, um, everyone out there, it's America's team. Um, Even my Aunt Mimi, who's commenting on this podcast. Mary Laura, who's Aunt Mimi, you should be a Browns fan. Who cares about the Bears? Who cares? It's It's all about the Browns. What Mayfield did after the game, I was so stoked about. And I knew we're in great shape heading into this week. He basically went into this whole tirade, which I loved. And it was a calm tirade. It wasn't. He didn't raise his voice. Right. He didn't get overly animated. He just said, look, I'm going to give the two and a half minute speech. I'm getting the hell out. And I liked it. And basically his whole thing was I failed. And the big, big two or three liners is this. There is no excuse. Plain simple. I failed this team. I put three balls in the ground. Two of them were recovered and the other was on fourth down. I just need to hold on to the damn ball. Plain simple. I have to hold on to the damn ball. I failed this team. We had exactly what we needed to win this game, and I did not do good enough. That is it, end quote. Well, Mayfield's my guy. I love him. Look, you're right. Just love him.
1: Mayfield, Mayfield made the right comments there. He is correct in saying that. Andy, you and I have talked throughout the season, though, and we've said it multiple times. Stop doing quarterback sneaks. Baker loses the ball. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. You have Chubb and Hunt and Janovich. Stop doing it. Janovich, I think, was only on the field for 30,
0: 30% of the snaps. They don't use him properly, Janovich. They do not use him properly. <clears throat> I'm going to scream about this from now on. You cannot. I don't care if Mayfield got a couple sneaks and he got good yardage. He's not very good at it. He has that loose damn with the shirt ball. on, and he well, has the shirt on, the, does, his five points of contact on the ball are all slippery. He's done this all year. When he fumbled, I almost looked up and said, of course he did. He's been fumbling every other one of these plays all year. Yes, that's on Stefanski. That's not on Mayfield. No, and that's, that is on right, Stefanski. Right. That is on and that's, Stefanski, and that's
1: why. And that's what I'm saying is that he's taking blame. But you know what? Stefanski has got to take some blame. You know who else took some blame? Ward. Ward said that he cost I was the team a game. Proud to get. of him. And here's what I. I and here's another him, yeah. thing. I want. I want. Him, I want Parky at the fucking podium.
0: Oh my god. I want Cody Parkey at oh the podium. No, Jared, this is bad.
1: EJ on Facebook oh, EJ. talking to Matt Brocious. Laces out, oh, Cody.
0: Oh, Cody Parkey, it's getting bad. You may only be able to kick. Oh, by the way, are we going to have the Scottish Hammer do anything plus 45 yards? I mean, by the way, that kick by Scottish Hammer was awful. I don't know what's going awful. on with that. Are we are we there? Are we there now? We're just gonna do dumb shit like that. I don't know Deca? what that Dude. was. Is that oh us just God. like
1: this? This whole game? It was a circus. Oh it was a circus. Oh, was a circus. oh. When Cody Park and, and by the way, did you see oh. Cody Parky laugh oh. when they sent oh, I, when they sent the hammer out there Parkey, to, to kick that?
0: We're gonna have to come up with a term. <clears throat> There's, we're gonna come up with something. This is not it. This is like kicker corner. Welcome to kicker corner, Zane Gonzalez. Everybody wave at Zane now we got um Cybert, I remember with Cybert and, and now we got Cody Parkey. And we have many others since Phil Dawson. This is awful. He I would actually go now thirty five yards and in. It's gotta be thirty-five yards and in. Jared, I, I he I don't trust anything he does now. It's in his head. It's so clear to me. Well and you and, and I, you can see you,
1: you you saw it, got you saw it in the week prior, positive. I believe, nothing. that that I think that Stefanski kind of agrees with that. That in positions of fourth and five or shorter, they might end up going for it once they're on the other side of the field, once they're inside that 40 yard line, something like that, that they still might go for it on fourth down, might as well. Um, especially with as good as this offense is normally. Um, yes, go just go for it when you're in that area. You, you know, it's pointless.
0: I am I, um, I'm, I'm not gonna get mad anymore about field goals and going for and fourth down. I am not going to get mad anymore about going forward and strange plays with the extra point. I'm not. Parkey is sunk. He's done. He's done, folks. He's done. Um, Jim didn't He's hear us done.
1: earlier. Jim Kavoris on Facebook. Why couldn't the NFL postpone this game given the importance of it? Look, I know. I get it. I'm with you. Andy's not necessarily with you. I do wish that the NFL had a better idea of how to um, you know, deal with this stuff, had better protocols, but they don't. And I never expected them to do it, so I, you it's know I wild. never expected it's... it. Um, here's another comment off of uh, yeah, and Twitter. I, wanted, I was going to get it, to this one too. I don't know how I feel about this. Ivan Tonto, the defense is horrible. Well, that defense started out pretty rough, but they didn't twenty three points. They didn't have a terrible points? game considering this defense isn't really. It's not. It's not optimized right now it just isn't they don't have points. all the players out there that they want to have out there including one of their better linebackers and then you're putting yeah. Mac Wilson back out there and he was kind of all over the place a little bit again but i don't think i don't think overall the browns did terribly on defense and granted darnold didn't have the best game either darnold is not a good quarterback darnold threw for like 175 i think they he just he did is. enough to win and the Browns turned the ball over constantly, made constant mistakes, missed constant missed field goals and extra points, missed uh, tackles like crazy. W- what do you want outside? I mean, look. Of course they lost again. This it's such a hard discussion because it's like,
0: yeah, they fucking blew it all over the place. Well, I'll be hard on the defense. If people want to be hard on the defense, I get it because Malcolm Smith getting trucked over by Darnold can't happen. I still hey, think I, 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 that
1: he was playing careful because he was going to slide and he didn't want to take a penalty. He didn't I mean he, he on to him and went down. I mean great. Darnold that's it's bad
0: optics. Bad optics. Yeah. I mean you're right. You're right. It's bad optics. I mean whatever. It set the I love Denzel Ward. This is a very rare comment for me. I was proud <clears throat> of Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward finally had a bad game. There's many times in this game. He, now, he t- he batted some passes down. He, as the game went on, Denzel got better. But early in this game, Denzel had some plays where it's like he's just flat out.
1: Just Manny lost. Manny Blasdell, I see you, brother. We're going to talk Cavs in a little bit.
0: We're going to talk Cavs. Don't you worry. Breaking <laughs> it down. Who fucking
1: thought that would be the bright spot this week? Um, uh, here's, Ivan, a, here's another one, too. Uh, Ivan, Ivan's hurts. asking, where's Greedy? He's got nerve problems. Greedy, don't he's even worry about it. Problems. He's got nerve problems. We talk about this every 2021. Yeah.
0: 2020 yeah. 21. Now, Dealt Ivan Tonto, again, I don't Ivan, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like your comments, like your banter. We are way ahead of last year. Way we are way yes. ahead of where we thought we absolutely look, Ivan, there's gonna be a bigger talk here about the season after the season. I just want to say this right now. Where the Browns route is very exciting. We love this. But in the season, the expectations have changed, which is fair. Right. It's time to beat the Steelers in a big game. This is going to be a big pom-pom session on Thursday, but I'm going to give a little tee up. It is time to beat the Steelers in a big game. Say it with me, everybody. It's time for the Browns to beat the Steelers in a big fucking game. This is it. This is our rival. I'm tired of this fucking shit. I'm not going to be able to handle another fucking loss of the Steelers. Don't call me. Don't bother me on fucking Sunday at 4.05 on Instagram saying, Where's Andy Smile? It's fucking gone. We got to win that game. Jared, we've, I, I'm, I, I, that's for Thursday, but I'm previewing it now. They have got to win that game. Yeah, they will. God bless got you. To. Who sneezed? Carson. He's nervous about the game. He's nervous. He gets nervous um, and he sneezes. He's a nervous sneezing. sneezer. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, going back to this game, though, I want to hit on some key points now, going back through. And again, the this is an outlier. I really think this game's an outlier. Here's some things, though, I noticed. Um, I talked about Smith getting smoked. I agree with Jared. I knew what he's trying to do there, too. There's the
1: wiener the dogs, turnovers.
0: The, the turnovers were just everything in this game. We talked about Parkey. There was a big play in this game that I thought really summarized it. It was 20-3. The Jets had just scored. And Hooper on third and five couldn't bring the ball down. And Jared, I thought that was the perfect surmise of the day. You keep going to Hooper on third and five. You should have been running the ball more. You keep going and going on these kind of plays, and you eventually just get bit. Like again, like I know people have been hard today on Hooper, and I know they go on these stats like ten catches for twenty-two. I don't. Th- I don't think that stats valid. It doesn't matter. We haven't been relying on Brian Hooper that year. That like that all year. Why in the hell did you think it was going to happen? Right. To that? And
1: and I think you got to recognize too. Those two were taking shots. At least Hooper they were was.
0: taking shots, and can I be honest with you? How much pressure can a guy take? How much pressure can a? I mean, Hooper and Mayfield, it was suffocating pressure. You could feel it. Um, it I was nice when you actually,
1: saw. It was nice when you saw Baker find Bradley, though, and you thought, okay, maybe they, maybe he's got a little, you know, maybe he's got a little bit of a uh, of a of a thing going on um, with Bradley. It it. it Started a little too late. I don't think he even threw to him until the second half. Maybe once in the first half. It didn't feel like he threw to him.
0: In the first it was half. tough. That one's tough. Bradley did as, as about as much as he can. Now, Ivan Tonto, they <sighs> were playing eight men in the box. Actually, according to Jen's stats and according to pro football focus people, the Jets played the least eight men in the box in, in the whole league. Oh, and let's talk Where, about this. So the, did the, Bill the, Col- the Colts, the Colts Ivan-
1: were supposed to have a, a solid defense, and they were going eight or nine in the box. Yeah. And, and we ran all over them.
0: We room over Ivan. I gotta be honest with you. According to stats, they didn't have a lot of eight men to box. In fact, the Jets ran at least compared to any other team in the NFL. Um,
1: I like the idea too, Ivan, of Sorry. you know, liking to see Hunt get more pass attempts. Correct. Correct. Um, I will say this: he there. got a few, and he, I think Baker missed him uh, once or twice, too, or he had he had a bad drop and he got missed. I think I think Hunt that's
0: helpful. Hunt. Hunt was another <coughs> one of those players that I would throw into the Denzel War category. Yep. took him a while to get warmed up in that game. Yep. took him a while to get warmed up. Chubb was ready. Chubb just couldn't get to the second level. Chubb could not get to the second level. And you level thought he might, you,
1: if they'd have kept giving him the ball, it would have happened. That's what try. See, see how, do you see how this, this has got to be the most annoying podcast we've recorded this entire season, Andy.
0: Shocking. But Jared's shocking. Just so
1: annoying. Shocking.
0: Face planting, teeth out. An outlier. I, I can't say it's enough. Well, it's an outlier. You
1: knew Saturday it's when shit started to get weird, you're like, wait a minute. This was supposed to be, this was supposed to be our easy peasy lemon squeezy. We talked about it all fucking week. We were supposed to go, we were supposed to just have this Jets game. We yeah. We're supposed to have 11 wins right now. It's it's just you can't make it up, folks. It's like it's like just when you think you can get away from old Cleveland, old Cleveland. Comes crawling out of Lake Erie like, like, uh, like fucking Godzilla, and bites your head off. And that's yep. that's that's kind of
0: how this felt this weekend. Yep. The exact stat from NFL Next Gen Stats: the Browns didn't run into a single box all game where they had more defenders and blockers. The only team in the league in Week 16 avoiding to do so. So Ivan, they didn't have eight men in the box. They didn't.
1: Um. Facebook, Corey Kitchen, uh, should <clears throat> should have everybody back, but Goodson next week, yes, we are hearing the same things. No excuses, he says. Change the culture by beating the Steelers. We've Corey, been fucking screaming absolutely. it all year.
0: absolutely. Get on board my train. Get on board Jared's train. I, I, they have got- Toot, toot,
1: motherfucker, let's go. <laughs>
0: there are two things that we're going to pump up on Thursday. Now, one is Jared's cause, but both of our causes, They the Browns got to beat the Steelers and the Buckeyes better beat the Tigers. It's going to be a big storyline on Thursday. Fuck Dabo.
1: Have you ever heard of, I don't He is
0: ramping that story up more and more and more. Yeah, and well more he is also
1: making more. stupid ass TikTok videos, so whatever.
0: Manny um Manny the perfect transition. Playoff. Well, I messed this up yesterday on Instagram, but I got it all right now today. Here we go. Here's oh, the playoff chance. it out, yeah. Oh yeah, I do. <clears throat> so I, he I did, wants did, to I, know
1: what do we need to do? What needs to happen? Uh, Besides us beating Pittsburgh. Well, if we we beat Pittsburgh, we're in no matter what, correct?
0: It's a punch ticket. That's it. When you're
1: in. We lose, then a bunch of shit has to happen.
0: There's one thing that's easy the Browns lose. Indy loses. Indy plays Jacksonville. So you tell me how you feel about that one. (laughs) The third scenario is Tennessee loses and the Browns lose and Miami wins and Baltimore wins. So those are your three scenarios. The rest of them are ties. So that's it. Just beat this. Just beat the fucking Steelers, okay? Just beat the fucking Steelers.
1: Um, I know there's other folks. I was talking about whether Ben's gonna play, you know, or whether it's whether it's I gonna, don't think if he so. sits and we play versus Mason. Yeah, I don't think, look, so I think there is, so we we really weren't going to get into this game that much. We're going to talk about this game a little bit more next week, or at the, uh, I'm sorry, on uh, New Year's Day, we're going to be doing a show in the morning, New Year's Day, so like 8, nine o'clock. 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock New Year's Day, sorry, 9 a.m. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve Day.
0: Thursday. God bless, yeah, Thursday, fucking
1: Thursday, this 31st. Up. The 31st at 9 a.m., we're doing a show, and we'll be here live again on Facebook yep. uh Facebook and Twitter and uh YouTube. And we're saving a lot of this stuff that, you know, for that game coming up. But I will say this, there is a chance in my mind that Tomlin trolls the Browns and he starts some of his starters and they try to win. And they and they push to 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 do it to to rub the Browns nose in dirt. There's 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 a there's a part of me that thinks Tomlin would do that to the Browns. If he could, and he might. But it doesn't make any sense for the Steelers to do that because Ben needs some rest. And a lot of the guys on that team need some rest. And they've dealt with a lot of injuries and a lot of guys hobbling off the field. If you watched last week, you saw guys hobbling off in primetime. Did not look good. Steelers looked like a mess two weeks ago, week and a half ago. So I I don't know that that's going to happen. But at the same time, Andy, you and I have talked about this too. Those guys off the bench coming in are going to come flying in, and they're looking to beat the Browns. So,
0: I'm with Kevin Atkins on Facebook. I'm on Kevin Atkins on Facebook. Really hate the thought of playing Steelers two weeks ago. Kevin, high five. I love you, buddy. I love your responses on these shows. I'm with you. I don't like it either. I I was going to pick up what Jared just said. I have learned in sports, in these type of games, even if backups play because of the specialness of the Browns-Steelers rivalry, don't be surprised if backups for the Steelers play up and play hard for this game. This is a big fucking game. Mason Rudolph, I don't care who it is. The Browns need to take this seriously and blice those cleats up and be ready to play hard. And I think they will, by the way. I think they will. But this is serious, big-time shit. Mason Rudolph, Ben, ben Roethlisberger, whoever, you've got to take this game seriously.
1: I do gotcha. want to jump back on this one. Uh, Scott Feather on Facebook. Kendall Lamb was terrible, as expected. Um and the guys yes. missing from the offensive line hurt worse than the wide receivers. You know what? You might be right about that, to be honest. You might be right about it because rushing Baker, um, you know, forcing him to hurry up in the pocket is you you force any any quarterback to hurry up in the pocket and they're not going to be as accurate. They're not going to throw as well. And that's just the name of the game. Um, they did that. And you're right. That might have been a bigger issue than anything else. It, it, very mel- it, it very well may have been. So,
0: Kendall Lamb did not play well. I, I'm I'm surprised that I'm not being talked about more. He looked awful. Matt Bruning, great great friend of show. Pittsburgh still has a lot to play for. For I think they'll play. Uh, Matt, I'm not sure. I don't know if it matters to be the second or third seed this year. I just don't think it matters right. as much during a pandemic with because a is Tennessee it a stadium. real
1: is it a real home advantage? Yeah, I, don't I don't think know. it
0: matters. I don't think it matters as much in different years. I do. In this season, second or third seed. That's all they can do. It I don't might think though. It, it might. I mean, it might a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Steelers are so banged up. Look, if they want to play their starters, play the starters up to them. But boy, that is just silly, in my opinion. Um, Very, very, very silly. Uh, EJ Scalata, make them squeal like a pig. Yes, we all agree. Ivan Tonto, where do you all live? I'm in Connecticut. Uh, Jared's in uh, Struthers, Ohio. Youngstown, Ohio. Ivan again. Boy, Ivan love this. Ivan love a buddy. Could be facing some backlash over the celebration. (laughs) The Colts win too. Um, Here's what I will say. That was one of the only times in our little fandom lives that we were cheering hard for the Steelers. I had a feeling they were going to win that game, and they did. Once the score started turning, you could feel it. Yeah, once, it. once they flopped huge... it and got
1: the 28 and took the lead, you thought it was going to happen. Those dumbasses aren't going to get the same fine, though. 500000 yeah. I think, for the team, for the Saints when that happened. Not a chance in hell the NFL does that to the Steelers because Lord knows the NFL doesn't. The, the shield the shield protects that team, Uh
0: the Steelers get away with more. And by the way, they had this in this game. I've been told by a lot of people, and they're talking about nationally. The Steelers, again, once had one of those <clears throat> awful pass interference calls that switched the game. Just switched the game. I, obviously, we weren't watching as we were watching the Jets game, but I was watching replays, and it was ridiculous. The Steelers are the best at that, where they just flail their hands in the air, and they get flags, and they did it again. Teller and Willis have to be back. That's, again, Ivan Tonto from... Uh, Instagram oh, not Instagram from um from uh from uh Twitter. Periscope,
1: Twitter Feriscope. Periscope. Yeah, I know Periscope, I do that shit boy. all the time. Sorry.
0: Um but yes, I agree. Uh it's good though, because Teller was banged up. Wills is a big mystery. He's the only guy it's a mystery outside of Goodson. Goodson's out. Wills is a mystery. We'll know more tomorrow. They're supposed to do some sort of announcement update today. We didn't get one. Uh
1: so we'll Kevin Atkins, Steelers backups are better than the Jets starters. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, um, maybe, but you know what? Our starters are better than our backups, and hopefully, most of them will be back. <laughs> so that's that's all we can hope for. You know, that's all
0: we can hope. That's all we can hope for. I'll, you know, going on a couple more things from this game, and then I'm going to do an audible here and run into the room real quick and then come back. Okay. Um, but here's something that um here's something I would also say about this whole thing that I, I cannot stress enough that Kevin's kind of teeing up. This game's different. This is a rivalry game. The Browns have not done well in rivalry games so far. We're on three this year. If they're going to do big things, and we want them to do big things this year, they got to win this game. Okay? This is it. They've got to win this game. It is time to start beating the Steelers and beating the Ravens. And it starts on Sunday at 1 o'clock. In a way, maybe this is what this team needs. To plant forward... They got to start doing these things, and we all agree. I even said it perfectly, and everybody else is saying it. At the end of the year, this has been a very big positive year. We all know that, but in this, in the skin, in this podcast right now, we want this game, and it's okay to say that. This we want this game. I will say it. I'm going to be horribly disappointed. The Browns lose on Sunday. Horribly, 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 horribly. <sighs> like I won't be. Like you can't console me. Like, it is gonna be like. I'm. I, I this I. We gotta win this game. I can't do it, Jared. I can't do it. I can't do another. I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't. Uh, We've come too far with this team. Gotta win this game.
1: Ivan. We gotta win this game. This is just like just like years ago. We were on the edge. Just like all those years ago. All it took. It came down to a, a game against Pittsburgh. Here we are again. Segura. Yeah. yeah. He said. Nathan Segura said it best. Playoff starts Sunday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was right. Uh, EJ, oh, so I love bad. this comment by EJ. There you EJ go. EJ said it best too. Whoop! I know, we're my back bad. and
1: forth clicking all that. My bad.
0: Go ahead. It hasn't been a rivalry in years, but the rivalry is back. It is once the Browns win. They yeah. Gotta
1: win it. I mean, I can tell you right now that Steelers fans don't think it's back.
0: Steelers it's like fans still laugh. Look
1: at their and by the way, social media, Steelers fans all all came crawling out of the fucking woodwork last they can. Over the, you know what? Yeah, what they but can. you know what? Here's the deal. Really? They got their asses waxed, you know, earlier in the week, waxed, couldn't handle their business in prime time. And then they get a win against like, come like, just chill out. I didn't even say anything. I've been quiet. Most Browns fans have been quiet. At least I thought they have. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little wrong. Um, But I was never digging on Steelers fans because I know damn well. I knew damn well was going to come down to this week. This week. So uh, I try uh, to keep my mouth shut a lot of the time. But look, these I'm assholes say, all come out. Yeah. And I call them assholes, including the, some of my best friends. They're assholes. They're Steelers look, fans, so they're assholes. <laughs> look, look, look. I, I,
0: I dig on Steelers fans all the time. I don't get And you know what? They have every right to crow. Every fucking right to crow. Okay. Let's shut them the fuck up. That's, okay? what, that's where I'm at. Is, I mean, they have every right to crow. As Buckeye fans do over Michigan. They have every right to crow. You know how you shut them up? You, You win the game. Okay. Kind of win that game. Ivan Tonto, a million dollar question. I've been asked this a lot on Instagram lately through Cavs podcast, uh, Cavs podcast, Cavs post game. Do you sign Baker long term? Um, I think the answer is yes. Yep. Even with, even with Sunday, that was an outlier. Yes. Yes. EJ. Twas a night the squealers won after three weeks after losing her ass. Yeah, that's my point.
1: Like all of a sudden they win. Uh, all of a sudden LV. they beat the Colts Sorry. and then they start talking all this shit. It's like, look, I get it. Talk about winning the division, but don't talk about how they won and how the Browns lost because the Browns, like that's not really a game you can gloat over. Again, you're talking about a team that had no wide receivers. Their their best two of their best offensive linemen not in a game. It just—it's a gut. We'll, I will say this, Andy. We will see. We will see how much that affected them this coming week. Now, part part of what's going to suck is they're not going to get some of these guys back until Thursday, when we come yeah. back and do that podcast in the morning. So there's going to be some stuff that we might not necessarily even be able to talk about. Uh, that we're not gonna find out until later on in the day. So maybe we won't have to bump that to an evening podcast. Now that I'm thinking about it, we're we're working this out live as we do it. So
0: New Year's um, Eve, a New Year's Eve special with Andy and Jared in Cleveland Beyond. be on. No, never Toasting mind. I'll be sloppy <laughs>
1: drunk. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring Jared back down to earth. I would be happy to do so. Um. I think everybody would be happy to do so. We could do an Andy Jarrett countdown. That'd be actually kind of fun. Actually, um, I
1: might be able to do a 7 or 8 o'clock. Let's at least get past practice, maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe we'll not. do an Instagram midnight special. Um, That would actually be kind of fun. That'd actually be kind of fun.
1: Um, yeah, maybe we will. At Official maybe. Cleveland Sports, by the way, is where you can see Andy and I. <laughs>
0: Ivan Tonto, Drunk Equals Better Podcast. Thank you, Ivan. I agree. Uh, uh, yes uh, and yeah, no. Saying, uh, yes. I've
1: done both. It depends.
0: It depends. For everybody who didn't hear the story, NFL Network's Tom, I can't pronounce his last name, but NFL Network reported that the, I can't pronounce that last name. If everybody knows and listens to the show, I don't pronounce names very well or usernames on Instagram. NFL Network reported that the Browns contact of Goodson came with some recovery pool area, which includes a hot tub and cold tub. Videos showed that at least one of those five players was not wearing a mask properly. Sounds like everybody's in the hot tub, Jared, with those players in there.
1: Uh. That's odd. (laughs) Although, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love a good hot tub. So um, I love a good hot tub party. These guys are struggling to get through a season where they can't really do much or have a lot of fun. They're human. They're going to make dumb mistakes. They're going to do these things. I know I sound like I'm making excuses for players that I root for and I wouldn't do it for other teams. I think to an extent I would. I know that earlier, uh, at least in the middle of the baseball season, I would have lost my freaking mind and, and did, in fact, lose my mind uh, on Polisak for acting the way he did and for Clevenger for acting the way he did uh, because he got on the fucking plane with the rest of the team after he knew he broke protocol and went out and went somewhere. Now, these guys are having themselves a little hot tub party. They're hanging out too hot in the hot tub. Burn your feet, ta, make you sweat ta. And uh, I can't really get that mad about it. They're in the facility. So what are you going to do? And the name that he couldn't say is Tom Pellicero. That's the name. Tom Pellicero. So he reported all this about how it was Goodson, you know, went to the recovery pool. And uh, again, I can't stay angry over that situation. It's not Act. It's not Clevenger. They're not going out to bars. They're in their own facilities and they... Broke a little protocol here and there. Um, how many noses do you see hanging out of masks on a daily basis? I always love well, the meme that goes with that that shows, you know, it's like having your dick hanging out of your underwear. Very, very funny to me, at least.
0: Um, let's uh, <laughs> Manny and Blasdell do the show. So for people who don't know. I have my I'm a single dad. So because my kids are with me this week, there's a lot more of my kids with me. I see my kids every day, but they're with me a lot. And I have two kids right now who are like, I need chargers. I'm Thursday still. So yeah. like I'm like rotating. Like usually just me alone doing this, but tonight it's like I'm putting no, out fires, putting out it's fires. All good. But, but but I but I got it. Um here's my thing about the hot tub. Yeah, a chin
1: mask. Exactly, Ivan. A chin mask. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Like hanging
1: your like having your dick hanging out of your underwear. That's what it is.
0: Yeah.
1: Ain't yeah, doing it ain't what, good.
0: Here's what I would say about the hot tub thing. The Browns have had a history of hot tubs with staff infections and everything else. We won't go down the road of Winslows and everybody. Just, just mindful of this as I'm going to say blankly. The Browns had a moment. Yeah. Let's learn from mm. this moment, mm. and let's be better from this moment. It was not a good moment. Okay. They did well, not follow everything properly. No. They had a. And let's also
1: recognize. Kevin Stefanski is still angry. Kevin Stefanski does not hold on to these games longer than a day or so. Not today. No. Kevin Stefanski is going to wallow in this one into tomorrow. He's said as much. He's He's said as much.
0: He's not happy. He's not happy. And he's
1: probably going to sit there because here's the deal. As much as I said, I'm not going to stay mad at these guys, Stefanski is going to make... God blessed sure that no one in the facility makes a mistake like that again. Garen, ble- I've, Garen fucking T.
0: I loved his attitude and I love Stefanski's mantra of this to what happened on Sunday needs to be well flushed out before we move on. And that's right. There's some shit that went down again. Everything we just said the Browns came out flat, they mm-hmm. came out tight, yep. and big players like Denzel Ward, I saw Hunt. And I saw Mayfield didn't play their best ability. Don't know what else to say. Well,
1: a lot of that is going to – I mean, here's the deal too, Andy. These guys, a lot of these guys run on emotion, right?
0: Yes, they do. They
1: use – you know, they tap into their emotion to fuel their game. Uh, It's why, you know, it's why wide receivers have big egos. It's how they go. Yeah. it, the point being they came into that game feeling confused, feeling frustrated, probably pissed off that this was going on, probably upset, probably nervous, probably and a lot of those different feelings unless you're unless you are built the way that Stefanski seems to be built, which is very stoic, right? That that doesn't that really does take effort. I'm a very emotional person. I've learned I'm not even that good at it but there are times where I can get stoic. And I actually did it during that game because coming into it, I knew if I got hyped, I was going to let myself down because what should I expect during this game? So I was able to bring it down. I don't know that these guys were able to bring it down in their minds. It came into how they played on the field. Obviously not the same fucking thing. I'm sitting on my couch, but you get the point of when the emotion takes over and it doesn't take over in a positive way. You can't convert that into positive energy, into positive plays. And it's just nerves and frustration and anger and, you know, a knot in your stomach. Then you end up with a game like this.
0: Analytics has taught me when it's rolling, you saw in the Giants game, it's rolling. We've seen it when analytics is off track. Raiders game. And I really think this game, it can be off the track and be off the rails. Well, what does analytics not
1: take into consideration? factors the human element factors I mean maybe maybe there's stuff about analytics that I don't know about but I don't really think that when you're looking at numbers and data and, and odds and all that shit you're necessarily taking into consideration uh you know the 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 present which is something that I know Stefanski cares about is being present being in the present focusing on the present not what you have to do later and not what you did before but what you're doing in that moment and that's one of the other beautiful things about Kevin Stefanski, is that that's how he handles this team. So, he,
0: he is he is our coach. He's a wonderful coach. He just yeah. had one of those days. Ivan Tonto, and I'm going to get to his comments on one, we've got to get back to more 50-50 running and passing. Yeah. Even in this game, the Browns would have won, came back and yeah. won. The Browns need to get back to 50-50. Yeah. Chubb and Hunt, we got away with it, and Baker was hot, and that was the right thing to do. Hmm. Let's get back to basics, 50-50. 50 50. On, I want to see 50 50 on Sunday. I do not want to see 53 and 18. 53 passes to 18. Can't. Can't. Can't do it. And you've got to get Nick Chubb going. I'm going to bring this up now. Nick Chubb has got to. This is. Nick Chubb needs to start getting in the groove again. It's been a couple games now. Time to get him back into the groove, get him swinging. Right. need to do it. You no. need, need to do it. Time to, Jared, he's too good of a player. He's a pro bowler. We got to get him figured out. Got to. Got to. I just don't feel like... In the Giants game, it was all Baker. It was wonderful. We won. It's great. We got to get him back on track now yep. for the playoffs. And I'm going to start saying that. We're Let's just, let's get ready for this shit. Let's, uh, let's start, I want to start seeing 24 get 100 plus yards. I know. I really do. Garrett did play more snaps on Sunday. Garrett is still breathing and treatments and everything else. But um, he did play 84%. That's way up from the last game. So that's getting better. Um, Jared hit on some of these. So let's go through the injury report from today. Stefanski said all um, all the wide receivers hope to be practiced back on Thursday. Obviously, negativity tests will play a part. Let's add in Phillips as well. So Phillips and the four wide receivers, Peoples, Jones, Landry, Higgins, and Hodge, they're all fine if they keep positive, they, they keep going negative. And today they were all negative. So there you go. Zafansky's hopeful about White. Teller. I have no idea, Neither is Jared. I'm gonna tell you, I'm a gambler. Teller's playing. Would be shocked Teller's not playing. Would be sh- would be shocked. Um, no word on update I'm on Jedrick Wills, which will be reported. Harrison could return by the end of the week. That's another one. I have no idea. We're not in the building. I'd be shocked. If you're if you're if you're if you're 50, it's time. We need you. We need you right now. Yep, We need you, we need you right no, now. Absolutely. Um, there were three players that got banged up during the game. We saw Talkie Talkie, Tade Davis also. We saw that. Nick Harris, which was reported. They're all day to day. I'll take a famous Charlie Steiner line from SportsCenter, but yet aren't we all. So day-to-day injuries for those guys. And then Alex Alexander Hollins, who? He's a wide receiver from the Vikings practice squad. He was signed on today, but Stefanski really repeated, hey, this is just for signage not for precaution because we think players aren't playing they signed him as they thought he's a good player but he is activated on the roster i want to hit on one more thing um i thought hall and willies and bradley were putting to a possible spot i thought bradley played his heart out i thought bradley left everything he could on the field i don't even know who he was before this game i don't know if we'll ever see him again this year i just want to say kudos to bradley that kid Left it all Tiptoe, on the dragging field. the
1: feet, making a hell of a catch. I yeah, mean, he he, he, yeah.
0: he looked spent after the game. And I was hard on Hooper. Hooper looked gassed at the end of the game. Bryant looked gassed at the end of the game. <clears throat> all, I mean, those, but in particular Bradley, that was great to see. I know it's a loss. Bradley, though, I, I just want to applaud um, him. I thought that was I just was so that kid really, really shelled out. He look, he wasn't, he didn't jump off the map. We all know that we're probably not gonna see him again. But for that one game, Jared, my God, that kid rang the bell. He rang the bell, and it was in many big spots trying to make plays. So
1: Um, we talked a lot longer on this game than I thought we would. Fifty two minutes, minutes, almost. Jesus. (laughs) Um, So you can tell that this is very therapeutic for us. It's very therapeutic, and uh, I'm sure it is for you as well. But I think. Andy, what I'd like to do now if if you don't mind is I would love to get this fucking Jets bullshit out of my mind and get ready to prepare to talk about the Steelers Browns game coming up this Sunday. And to do that, let's go ahead and move forward and talk about your league leading in fucking assists, your 3 and 0
0: Cleveland motherfucking Cavaliers. Cleveland
1: Cavaliers.
0: Andre Drummond, quote, we are the underdog, and guys in the NBA don't think we're going to be a very good team. I think this far, these past couple games, we've done a really good job of showing that we are here to play hard each and every night, no matter who's on the court, end quote. All this is from Cleveland.com. Chris Fedor is wonderful at this, yeah. so a lot of these things we're presenting was written by Chris. Chris, we'd love to have you on sometime, actually. And I'm going to work on to make that happen. This is Brownstown. This is Brown season. This is time. That's right, Kevin Atkins. Cutting the Nets down, baby. Cutting the Nets down. Ivan Tonto, thanks for watching. You stick around. Don't you want to listen to Cavs? Come on. Come on, Ivan. Um, Tune into the podcast.
1: Get it anywhere podcasts are found. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ivan, thank you, brother. We'll see you on Thursday. Talk again Um, soon, Ivan. Stick in. You might learn something. Um, This has been the most biggest 180 since the Jets game. So let's go in a positive way. Yeah. Um, for people who have not watched the Cavs, this team it does not have full parts and pieces right now. Kevin Love sounds like he's going to be out for a while. He only played a quarter and a half last night. Anyone surprised? They do, they do not have – we're going to get to him in a second. Porter Jr. is not healthy. He's not playing right now. So those are two big stalwarts on your team not playing. Okoro injured his ankle at the end of the Pistons game. So he didn't play last night. He's not playing again. On, th- on Tuesday against the Knicks. Yep. The Cavs are humming. Dante Exum's making plays. Let me repeat that. Exum's making plays. He's looking good. Chetty Osman coming off the bench, hitting big threes. And the biggest story of them all, the Darius Garland, who has been hyped up since coming to Vanderbilt, who I was applauding on draft night, it has arrived. His assists are wonderful right now. He is playing on a different level. And because of that, Sexton has freed himself up to finally be comfortable and he's breathing in and out. This team's passing, folks, is really, really, really sharp. It's really good. It's, and they're playing like a machine. I mean, it's very, very good. Basketball.
1: Well, their assists are great. You're talking about 30 plus per game, 30, yeah. 30 a game assist wise for this team. On top of that, they're shooting. Uh, at least last night, um, was it last night? Was that when it, what, Did they play the Sixers last night or was that the night before? Sixers last night. Okay. When they played the Sixers last night, they shot almost 40% from three-point. They're shooting 53% field goals. The team is doing everything they need to do right now. The assists are huge, though. The assists, a couple of big blocks, too. Back to back blocks, I think, McGee's for Drummond. last coming.
0: Night. McGee's coming off the bench and playing well. He has filled the Tristan Thompson role. And let me just let me drum up Andre Drummond. If he plays like this all year, this guy's gonna be a major factor in the Pistons game. He got the ball late in the center, and, it, and we saw it. Haka Drummond. Haka Drummond. Four for four free throws to send the game in overtime.
1: Oh yeah, shooting, On, shooting eighty. They shot eighty one percent last night.
0: Andre Drummond made big free throws in yeah. the, the Pistons game. Yeah. This team is playing like a team. He dribbled the ball up the court at one point and made a disgusting pass. Oh, shit. I didn't even
1: realize this. Uh, Manny Blasdell says that they're leading the league in steals as well.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Larry Larry Nance Jr., Andre Drummond does a lot of those <laughs> I know. Kevin Atkins um, on
1: Facebook playing for a contract. He is playing. I, I told Andy the same thing on the phone today. Yeah, Literally said the same thing on the phone today to Andy. Like, of course Drummond is playing his ass off. Yep, He, he needs he, that money. <laughs> the, <laughs> hey, the, earn the, it. Earn it in hey, Cleveland. Earn it, earn earn it in it. Cleveland.
0: The, but I want to hit these three players again. Darius Garland, if he continues to play like this, it is a big factor in a season. Mm-hmm. And the Cavs are going to be hard... They're now look. Well, time will tell. But the Cavs are going to be. Uh, they're going to continue to grow up. As Darius Garland has a feel for this game now. He is playing like that point guard yo-yo. And what I mean by that is, he is no looking well. He is he is putting people in proper space. And I know this is crazy. Colin Sexton's feeding off of it, and he's playing much better because of it. Mm-hmm. Colin Sexton's now taking a breath and understanding. I don't even put everything on my shoulders. You see, Exum. Exum, you listened to his podcast last year, he stunk. He is playing on a different level. Exum, I can't get over. And this is down to the guy who always drove me crazy, but is not doing it this year. Chetty Osman coming off the bench is wonderful. He is hitting big threes. He is in proper spaces. And we've he talked. Is doing things on the floor.
1: We've talked about this, Andy, is that there are guys that can come off the bench. Yes. We've talk, like, we talked about this last season, that there were guys that were starting for the Cavs that we thought, look, we get it. They're good players, but they're going to be much better off the bench. Chetty was one of them. Chetty was absolutely one of them. Now, I will say this too. uh, Larry Nance Jr. is playing a shit ton of minutes, and that kid is such a leader on this team. Off the floor, especially. Now, I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but Larry Nance Jr. is walking around, and he's going every single game, highlighting a new business. Good dude. A new local Cleveland business to try to help throughout COVID Uh, hawking, not necessarily hawking their stuff, but wearing their shirts, promoting them on Twitter, doing it on likely on Instagram, too. I haven't seen it yet, though, but I'm sure it's on Instagram and just really doing what he can to breathe life into a struggling service industry in in Cleveland, which has become such a foodie town. And such a small business, like between the clothing and the food and all the other niche stuff that they've got all over the city. Thank God for Larry Nance. Great on him. We loved his dad. We love him. And and again, him with 35 minutes last night, he's playing a lot. He's on the floor. He's contributing. And I think it really has to do with a lot of his leadership in in how he is with the rest of the
0: team. Everybody on this team right now knows their role. Yeah, Chetty Osmond, a lot of knows tone setting. Role. Chetty Osmond at times would fly around the floor, but didn't know where to go. Chetty Osmond now knows his role. Dante Exum knows his role. Mm. Darius Garland knows his role. Sexton now knows his role. Drummond is—they're letting Drummond dribble the ball. They're letting him get positions. They're—they're they're feeding him the ball late, and they have confidence in him to make free throws late.
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah. Twenty-four points last night. Of course, he, he's, he's playing shots. solid.
0: McGee's a- coming a- off, and the that bench. was in twenty-six minutes. McGee's coming off the bench, and he's filling the Tristan Thompson role. McGee may not get traded here because the Cavs actually might be making a playoff run. Now, there's a long ways to go. There's a big road trip after the next game, and let's see how they do on this road trip. But I am very excited. This is legitimate. This is not—last night, the Cavs were up 32 points, and they took their foot off the gas— they have a gentleman named Dotson who's a good player who came off the bench when, when Love had to come out and they were gas and he was making jumpers. This is a team. Yeah, Damian Dotson have, played 20 minutes last night, Andy. And he played well. Let me repeat that. Dotson played well. This reminds me of college basketball. College about Wait, 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 Mr. Brief. Hold on. We see you. Don't you go anywhere. New Browns fan <laughs> here. This is a Browns podcast. <laughs> You it stick is right Browns here. Pod. We're not losing you. Hold on, hold on. Being following this team once Baker got drafted, got to say it took me three years to get over the pain. Look, Mr. Brief, we need to convert you into Cavs, Cleveland Baseball Club. It's Mr. B. Seif. B. B. Look, the, the Browns have earned this. This is, They are analytics-driven. It has been painful, but this team is a lot of talent and they just got they just got shook up because of a again an outlier. Yeah. An outlier. That that, that last fumble,
1: th- that last fumble gave them nightmares. I know we talked about it. And uh I didn't new Browns fan here.
0: Yes. Been following we need
1: team. You. Well, I, hey, I need to know this. Uh Mr. B. are you are you a uh are you in Oklahoma? Is that where you is that where you're at? Oklahoma yeah. boy?
0: Yep. But we'll Possibly. come back, Mr.
1: That makes sense. YouTube anyways. Thanks for tuning in on YouTube.
0: We'll, i'll reply to him we'll get him back sure he's gonna buy an andre drummond jersey um <laughs> the, the biggest thing about this though is, is so exciting about the Cavs is okuro is hurt he's playing well in defense and it reminds me of the browns bluff got hurt no problem next man in okuro okuro's hurt no problem Larry nance is going to start and fill in that role the Cavs actually have parts and pieces and they're fitting in. Well, the Sixers did not have Joel Embiid last night and they looked lost because they're not playing like a team. B- JB Bickerstaff needs to start getting well, a lot of pump. And Andy, that's where you're looking great, at. If you, if you don't, if job. you don't count, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off on that last part.
0: That's all right. It's all um, right. I cut you off all last week. So I had to
1: no, go. don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> dude, <we> <laughs> 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 it's what we do. We get excited. We get worked out. We want to say shit. Um, this team had, I believe, ten players with ten minutes or more. If you're counting Kevin Love, it is nine minutes. So, I mean, you're you're talking about a, a rotation that can go a little deeper. That these guys know where they're what they're doing. Um, you feel comfortable with it, and really, a lot of that. The reason it went so deep, part of it is because Kevin Love got hurt, of course. Uh, so, still, the fact that you've got Dean Wade with 14 minutes out on the floor.
0: Like. It, I'm just telling you, tune into the next game. This is legitimate. The Cavs are really, really playing.
1: Including well. even the guys that came in for six minutes, six minutes and five minutes. You're talking about Marquise Bolden, uh, Thonmaker and Lamar Stevens. All, all scored buckets. All scored buckets. Now, and Maker to the, and Stevens
0: had a combined four rebounds. Yeah. They played a lot of six minutes left to go in the game, they cleared the benches out. Manny Blasdale, though, brings up a great point. That's Manny. Time. I was Yeah, there's a lot of this. garbage
1: time shit. But
0: still, nonetheless. No, no, no. But Jared, my point is how many they're times. They're still are coming in and
1: they're making sure it's locked down. They're Jared, making sure nobody else has to come back in.
0: Jared, how many times was LeBron in the LeBron years that LeBron had to come in with like two minutes left to just to secure the game? Not this team. Kevin Love looks stiff as a board out there. Now, I'm glad I was going to bring this up. Now, I have been pro not trading Kevin Love. I have to admit, when he came out of the game, it is the first time, and I like Kevin Love as the city. I like Kevin Love as a part of this organization. It is the first time I actually said, I don't miss Kevin Love, and he looks like an old stiff veteran out there. And I don't know if he fits.
1: Um, if they're all right, if we're gonna play this game, I'm gonna keep it real simple. They're not gonna get shit for them, and if they do, it needs to be draft picks, and that's it. I wouldn't even bother trying to get a veteran on the team.
0: Take I think they're pick, gonna have take some to, picks and let it go. Manny, I'm with you, and I was gonna say everything Jared just said. I don't think they're gonna do anything, but I, but I'm gonna say Kevin Love's gonna have to adjust to some things. I don't think he's gonna be playing a lot of minutes, late in games.
1: Kevin Love has had to adjust to some things his entire career in Cleveland. Yep. He has been the odd man out, and I hate saying that. It, I don't mean to sound like, I'm not saying it in a dickish way, and I don't even like it. He's felt like the odd man out from day one in Cleveland. Even with the love that he, even with all the love he gets from the fans and from, from everyone who who respects everything that he has done in the city, within the organization, he's always felt like the odd man out. Um. King Kirby yeah. 5, we'll get to that in a second, brother.
0: Yeah, we're going to get to you in a second, King Kirby 5. Thank you. I was about to say that. Kevin Atkins, they are a fun team to watch. They really are. I enjoy watching every bit of them. Bolden Zaduki, Manny Blasdale from North Carolina. So he always fills in our Duke knowledge. I'm here for your Purdue knowledge. No one from Purdue played last night. Um, now to EJ Scalata. They are finally playing from out of the other shadow from the kid. I agree. This is a different team. This is very different. They are on their way. Yeah. They have a long road to go, but they are on their way. It's not, you're not on their way.
1: You're, 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 you're starting to look a little less in the rearview mirror. That's really what it is. I will always have respect and love for everything that happened in 2016. And throughout all of the years that LeBron came back to this team, he will always be a part of Northeast Ohio. Everything he does in the city of Akron with the school, with the giving back, with the philanthropy, with the social justice, everything he does. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like some of the things he does. I understand that he's got an ego and I get that too. (laughs) Anyone in his situation would. And that's just how it is. So uh, I got nothing but love for that. But when you look a little less in the rearview mirror, it does start to feel good. I will say this, Andy. I talked about this and you talked about this. But I really harped on it thinking that it was going to take four to six years. It seems like at least this early, and maybe it's too early to talk about these things with the Cavs, but I do want to wrap up with the Cavs with this. Is it too early to say that it's going to take less than four to six years to rebuild this team? And is it too early to say that this team could possibly push for an eight seed? Because I can see them winning this game against the Knicks tomorrow night, and they're going to be 4-0.
0: If the Cavs, I want to see this road trip. Ask me again after the road trip. Ask me again after the road trip.
1: Um, here's one. Who wins a playoff game first? Dan Monis on Facebook. Who wins a playoff game first? Browns or Cavs? Ooh, uh, I think yeah. the Browns do. No, I think it's the Browns.
0: Maybe I the do. Cavs. No, I think it's the Tough. Browns. I think the Browns.
1: I think it's the Browns. I really do. So, um, yeah, and referring to Kevin Love, EJ Scalota on Facebook. Someone once said, fit in or fit out. I know. I get it. So, that's it with your Cavs. Um, the Cavs are obviously in a situation where they're sitting pretty with all of us as Cavs fans and we're loving it. And <laughs> hopefully, um, hopefully they'll continue it, but we'll see. Cause it, again, these are young guys and it's a long NBA season and I don't know how much they're playing on adrenaline. I don't know. I mean, c- can you really sustain 30 plus, <laughs> you know, assists a night? Yeah.
0: The Pistons win when they were down nine in overtime. To come back and tie it and the win in double overtime was a big first step. That is For them to come back on a back-to-back to to whip. They whipped the Sixers. The Sixers were never in that game.
1: And Manny might be right. Tried to tell us,
0: take the over 21 and a half. I'm— I'm leaning towards they make the playoffs. I'm leaning towards that this is for real because you know why? They're having to deal with adversity already from players being out and injured, and the Cavs just keep rolling.
1: Um. Okay. Well, that's your Cavs talk. They've got grit. We know the Browns have grit, and uh, here's a little more grit. The Ohio State Buckeyes are going to have to dig deep, dig really fucking deep to deal with the shit that they're dealing with coming out of all the COVID issues with about 14 of their scholarship players being out in the big 10 national championship game, or I'm sorry, the big 10 championship game, rather. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's the big Ten's the all the that national matters. That's the national all championship right. game. Fuck everyone else. Um, <laughs> and and then you got to turn around and Dabo Sweeney, instead of just admitting that he's an idiot, which he'll never do because he doesn't know he's an idiot. Idiots don't know they're idiots. That's why they're idiots. Um, he's digging in his heels and he's defending his comments and he's defending putting Ohio state at 11 behind coastal Carolina because he doesn't think it's fair that they didn't have to play as many games as everybody else. Like that was in any of their fucking control. Are they still one of the best four fucking teams in college football? The answer is yes. Do you want to have the best teams in college football play? Yes. You want to bitch about the system? and the way that it's set up, and wishing that they had six or eight, then do that, Dabo. Do that. Fucking idiot. Where am I at on the comment I want? There's a comment Browns I want. First is, damn right us. here. Kirby 5. King Kirby 5. What Dabo cheap shot? What Dabo cheap shot? I don't Which know if he's one? asking me. Or if he's one? Yeah, exactly. Which one would you like?
0: Look, I'm not a Buckeye fan. I'm going to state this. We're going to get this big on Thursday morning. Tune in Thursday morning, Steelers Browns preview, and we're gonna do a whole lot on Buckeyes Tigers. A lot. This is a big. I just had to bring that big, up. Big, big game. I'm gonna be reading about it. I Alex, love nerd Alex
1: Gajevich, uh protch Notre Dame is better than I don't know if is that, I agree. Is with that you. Oklahoma Absolutely.
0: State? Ohio State. No, I, I don't know what OS
1: is. What's OS? I agree with you,
0: Alex. I'm a big Notre Dame fan. <laughs> Completely agree. Get the hell out of here. We would smoke the Buckeyes. We would take sermon to okay. church. Okay. We we we, we it, book would be doing grills. Clearly, clearly my co-host
1: here has been eating magic yeah, Ka- mushrooms. Kevin Williams.
0: We'd be like, where do you want to go? You know, Notre Dame has beaten the Buckeyes so many times, it's hard to count out the last one because it's been about 60 years. But it's Bro, okay. the last
1: time we played was the Tostitos Bowl, and I was leaving basic training on my way to my first duty station in Korea with my son in diapers watching that game, and I'm pretty sure Ohio State kicked ass. Pretty sure.
0: Tostitos. Did not go well.
1: 2000, right. Was that 2006? It was.
0: I don't want to talk about it. Look – it would be great if Notre Dame plays Ohio State in the national championship, because that would actually get very, very, very contested. Um, just, I would love nothing more for that to happen. But guess what? They're not going to. They're not going to beat Bama. I love Notre Dame. I'll give a preview of that game. Um, I, I'm going to give it a little bit of a. What was I like to call? A little bit of. Le- what was the proper word? A little bit of. Um, uh, teaser. Notre Dame's going to have to have. Uh, I don't know. Rocket Ishmael, Ricky Waters, Todd Light. Zorich, we're gonna need some guys coming back for that game. Alumni, Bob Golick, gonna need some help. Gonna well, gonna need some help. Bama's really 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 good. Uh, Bama's like, gonna win it all. Man, Bama's gonna like, win the whole damn thing.
1: Okay. Well, I need to say this as long as Roll Tide, it's awful. Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio awful. State has to beat Clemson in that. Really that's,
0: the right right. that's the game. That's the game. That's 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 the game. That we will shit do talking. Fucking asshole. We He's, do a I, big- I,
1: don't, I can't tell you how I, I I've I haven't been this angry <laughs> since the Jets game. No, I'm not even no, no. I'm teasing. Andy, so. I, I can't deal with the obnoxiousness, is my issue. The obnoxiousness. Dabo Sweeney. Get off of fucking TikTok. <laughs> Stop making. He tried to sound like Andrew Dice Clay. I wish you would have it's so awful. It was so awful. He tried to do a a dice-clean nursery rhyme, introducing himself to TikTok. And it made me want to... I hate. I just can't. I can't. I can't deal with it. All right. I'm done. This podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out. Original Cleveland Sports (laughs) Reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at CLE and beyond at CLE and beyond. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond. You can shoot us an email at Andy and Jared at gmail.com. That's J-A-R-I-D Andy and Jared at gmail.com. And after Browns games, you'll find me and Andy at official Cleveland sports on Instagram. And after Cavs game, you'll find Andy at official Cleveland sports on Cavs games. I'm sorry, on Instagram. Am I mixing all of this up right now? It's like I'm dyslexic in my head.
0: Go to Instagram after every Cavs game. Go to yes. Instagram after every Indians game next year. Yes. Go to Instagram after every Browns game. We will be there. We will nurse you through. And after every Buckeyes game. I think we're yes, going to do that for the, the Buckeyes fall. Oh, by too. the way, I'm glad you said that. I was going to bring it up. And next year in the fall... Buckeyes football with Mr. Watson. Kevin Atkins, one on yep. this question.
1: I was going to do the same thing. Go ahead.
0: Jump in. But before you leave, why wasn't the fourth down fumble considered a lateral? You cannot advance a fumble with under two minutes left to go in the game. That he's, is a...
1: he's trying to say, why, because he didn't make a football move to throw the ball backwards to to Kareem Hunt. That's why. Because it was a fumble. If he would have made a move laterally to throw it back to Kareem Hunt, then it would have been a lateral. But it wasn't. It was forced out. So it was a fumble. Yeah,
0: yeah you can't advance. Now, it, it, now,
1: will I say that that's not a stupid fucking play in the NFL or uh, they, the rule change? I think it could be tweaked. I think it could be tweaked. I think it could be tweaked if the ball doesn't hit the ground. I like that. Only because that's what happened, and it would have been cool if we could have got the first Yeah, game.
0: there's there's a fumble ruski play. There's a lot of history behind that. It's actually – I actually like the rule that you can't advance it. I actually – I. Again, maybe I'm just being too hard on ourselves. As soon as the ball is fumbled, my like, game's over. Game's over. I don't even care where Kareem has the ball. Game's over. So uh, you can't advance a fumble. Um, Holly Wetzel and I will be on Wednesday. And then after Cavs games, as you mentioned, on the official Cleveland Sports, Thursday morning with us. And then I will do a touch of Purdue basketball next Thursday morning. Be excited just as much as Jared's excited. Please be the Steelers. Yeah, that's where I'm at.
1: Again, Andy and I are going to do the show New Year's Eve day. As of now, it's at nine in the morning. We'll be live again. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably keep it there. Yes. Just for continuity's sake. Yes. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. Talk again soon. No more COVID outbreaks.
0: No. No more. No. No more. No. No. No more.
1: (laughs) What a weird fucking game. Take care, Uh,
0: everybody.
1: Bye. Go handle your kids, Andy. I got to. (laughs) Papa, can you hear me? Yes, I fucking hear you.
0: (laughs) See you, brother. (laughs) Uh, Aren't you tired? I'm tired. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War. But half a century
1: earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history
0: books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine American War, America's
1: first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, we'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore
0: Roosevelt's presidency check out our show ohio versus the world on the evergreen podcast network for our new episode about america's most forgotten war now back to the show